and welcome to Canadians with Disabilities and their Allies podcast and today on the show um, well I have Dan Trace joining me uh, my name is Brent Frain I'm the host and so as always it's nice to have you join on the show Dan uh, and Dan's from Toronto Ontario just everybody wants to know where well where's Dan uh, Brent you didn't say where, where your guest is from so Dan uh, thank you for joining me thank you very much where's Waldo right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. thank you guys man. and uh Unfortunately, I had the pleasure of saying I'm from Toronto, Ontario right now, uh, you know, but uh, it's a nice day out, sun is shining, and uh, yeah, just always glad to talk to you guys. And and kudos to you guys on your past couple of shows, I've watched uh, each of them, and uh, yeah, Cheryl's last one was pretty good too, but yeah, just happy to be here, and uh, anything you guys want to talk about, we're here now. Yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always awesome having wonderful guests on like yourself and, uh, and other previous guests on, um, you know, who, who uh, you know, are advocating for change, right, and change to make things better in uh, people with disabilities in their lives, um, you know, and also, you know, people that are low income, right, I, I know I've got people asking me, well, Brent, could you, you know, could you talk about low income people, um, you know, when people on income assistance or low income people or seniors, absolutely, absolutely, even though, you know, the show is geared to Canadians with disabilities and their allies, Allies could be, uh, you know, anyone that's affiliated with, with people that are low income. Yeah, maybe they have a senior uh, who is disabled in their in their family, uh, and if they're not disabled, they will they will become disabled in, in their lives one way or another. Low income people, yes, absolutely, they're struggling too. Um, you name it. Uh, it means all of society. And and one thing I've learned with advocacy, and I'm not a pro with everything. Like some people say. Oh, he's the king. He knows everything. No, no, I don't. I, and I don't pretend to know everything because I learned from I learned from people like like yourself, Dan. I learned from Neo. I learned from everybody, and we all learn to come together and in our own way of advocating and putting all those pieces of the puzzle together and making it a better society for everybody. And when I had guests coming on from even from uh, the UK, uh, you know, I I had um, Mike come on. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's so many, so many neat people coming on. Um, I remember Mike from the from the U.S. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach out to them again, and, and uh, I think we're going to have some uh, good uh, shows lined up if uh, we I get some responses. Yeah. Uh, I what, remember Mark, what, Mark from the U from the U.K. Yes, I, yeah, it's uh, Mark from the U.K. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, one one of the comments that that I made on the last show with Cheryl was, uh, you know. We we got a comment on on one of the videos and and the, somebody said uh, that um, the PWD community has no allies, <laughs> and and it and it's like you know wow. 
yeah, and that's pretty, pretty, you know, pretty blunt. And but I mean, I I can understand that sentiment, right? Because I mean, people are frustrated, um, you know, and and they don't see. But, it. but Go it ahead. depends on who that sentiment comes from. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. But it depends on who that sentiment comes from. And if I'm going to take three wild guesses on who that came from, you, you know, the fact of the matter is, everybody comes on the shows, right? And and what you guys are doing here is what you need to do, right? Get everybody together, share their own stories. Everybody's got a different story, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, like, I, I won't go too deep into it. We can touch on it if you guys want. Um, but, like, especially this week, I've learned very quickly that, uh, you know, people that call themselves allies, some of them are just in it for their own narratives. And partially that's why I come on the shows to share because, like, I'm sick and tired of it, right? I'm sick and tired mm -hmm. of people, um, you know, ruining, so to speak, the hard work that folks like myself, yourself, and others in the community, whether it be here or across Canada, mm. um, and, and they just want to do this, and that's all they do, right? Yeah. And it doesn't matter, uh, you know, there's been discussions for the past year and a half. For example, one thing I saw about you guys, I just don't know how to switch my picture, um, but a lot of you have the GERB symbol up in your uh, profile oh. picture. And, stuff. and that's what it's about, is like working together and getting the message across together. Um, but there's certain individuals that just want to focus on themselves and their own narratives. Um, and I mean, just as an example, uh, we fought for how long here in Ontario, um, people that watch this here in Ontario will know, um, to get them to rate, double the rates of ODSP, right? Mm -hmm. And that would have effectively like helped a lot of people. It would have brought them out of poverty, so to speak. Um, but it would have helped a lot of people in getting what they need in the community, everyday needs. Um, but unfortunately, uh, these groups that proclaim to be the advocate for ODSP and OW, uh, once that was achieved, and people like Mike Schreiner, MPP Mike Schreiner, leader of the Green Party, and uh, MPP for the NDP party, uh, uh, Chris Glover, along with uh, other local representatives, once they got to that level where they were preaching for us and, and stating, yes, double ODSP, we need it, then those same people that were arguing for that turn around and go, no, that's not good enough, we got to triple it. What the like? I don't got twenty dollars. Yeah, I didn't go to the bank. But what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, so I, I learned very quickly, and just to touch on it, just just basically, um, because I don't want to give this person too much clout, right? Uh, a lot of you have seen the postings that have been on Twitter and such, and and this one particular person, and I I, I don't even have to mention their name. Everybody knows. I'm not here to shame people, um, but. This one particular person decided to take it upon themselves to pile on me for the seventh time. And uh, as some of you know, I actually got a, a, you know, my dismissal this week from city council. And I just, uh, you know, when you're there helping the community uh, as a whole with regards to homeless issues, seniors issues, uh, I was even working on some indigenous files and, and uh, proud to stand side by side with some of the indigenous leaders out there in Scarborough. Um, only to be kicked in the nutsack like I was. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, it's, it's, it's pathetic. But, uh, you know, you soldier on and, and just try to come together with everybody, but, like, really focus on what these individuals that are calling themselves allies are, are doing. And it's not everybody. It's a core, small core group of people, especially yeah. here in Ontario. Uh, yeah. Just like to fuck with people. And, like, I'm not the guy to fuck with. I speak back, right? So, well, and you know... I I mean, even even going back to the comment that I put put on the video about saying, you know, uh, because I actually I actually responded back saying, you know, I understand the sentiment, but I, I also said that 
I do agree that there actually are anti-advocates out there. And I mean, you're, you're talking about that, Dan. You're, and there, there are those people out there that, that are anti-advocates, kind of the wolf in sheep's clothing, like they pretend to be advocates and yet they're anything but, right? Um, you know, and, and Brent and I can, can uh, name call a particular politician <laughs> uh, who was a Paralympic. Uh, we, we, we don't need to mention her name, yes. yeah. But, yeah. but she was a classic uh, anti-advocate, you know, that she just was like, here, let me, let me show you my medals, my, my, my gold right. medals. And, and, that, and that was all she was about. And it was yeah. like, you know, let, let me take away your bus pass, you know, yearly bus pass and, and too bad you're not like me, you know, and uh, it's like, like eat cake, you know, here you can eat. Yeah. Cake. And 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 she'd have like weird quotes where she'd say, you know, like uh, people would be talking about rates and she said, yeah, I know it's tough, you know, to, if, you, if, you're, if you're just more like me, you know, you, you'll be fine, you know. What, yeah. what, really kind, yeah. yeah, and it's just like that doesn't help anybody, you know, you know, like not, not everybody can just waltz around and like say, here's, here's my medals, you know, like take a, take a, take a, a, a selfie with me, and you know, <laughs> you know, that, that's, well, and, that, and that's part of the problem because these people figure that none of us pay attention, right? And none of us are, are watching, uh, none of us are following. I mean, just as an example, that one uh, tweet that I was I was uh, commenting about just a second ago there, right? The person uh, put out a tweet. <laughs> so I'm so glad they were stupid enough to do it. But they put out the tweet and they show, uh, oh, I was contacted by Dan's work this morning. Now, first off, my work, my former employer was the City of Toronto. So if the City of Toronto is contacting me to talk to you about my employment status, that's a whole other ballgame. But, like, if you look right here, and I don't know if you can quite read it, right? But it'll say somewhere in there in the top line, released without cause, which means there's two purposes you can be released on. Without cause, which means they just don't have work for you. I was a part-time contracted worker, right? So I'm not uh, jumping on the city or the office of counselor Paul Ainsley for releasing me. Um, but the way in which it went, and then this person trying to claim for their own status and fucking whatever, that uh, it was because of them that I got fired? No, I was fired without cause, which means I didn't do nothing wrong. They just didn't yeah. work for me. What mm -hmm. it boils down to is the reality of things is that they got sick and tired of seven people contacting my work and making complaints. And I can't fault them for that, right? But at the same time, I always said that these people that did this shit, I will call you out and I will stand in front of you. And if I did anything wrong, would I be here with you guys? Would I be in the public eye? Would I be like, you know, so people just, I, I just ask people and implore upon them to like, do your own investigation, whatever word you want to use, and look yeah. into it because there's people like you just said, they're hurting and they're not helping. And I, I don't know what we got to do to fix that issue, but yeah. I personally will not be the guy that'll just stand there and go, okay, hit me again, hit me again. Hit me. My chin isn't that big, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm only going to take so many hits before I react yeah. back. So just to kill that part of the aspect of, of my anger today, um, I hold no ill will against the city. I, I thank Councillor Paul Ainsley and the staff uh, mm -hmm. for taking me on as, as a constituent assistant. And I know I'm going to be working with somebody in the city going forward, or, which leads to the next announcement, mm -hmm. I'll be working for myself. Because just yesterday, 
the seat for the city council of Ward 20 was actually declared vacant, which means the next council meeting will be where they go to you, okay, we're going to have a, and they announced that it's a by-election, not appointment, so it will be a full by-election. Um, but yeah, Ward 20 is, uh, I believe it's Scarborough Southwest Ward 20, and it's going to be sometime around October 11th. Look for my name to be on the ballot. I don't give a shit who hears this. I don't care who wants to yell at me. I don't care who wants to cause crap. You can't cause any more crap than you already did. I'm already tired. You know what I mean? You can't say anything bad about me because everybody already knows everything about me. So I implore even upon those stupid people that did that, focus going forward on what's best for the totality of the community. Because like I said on the True North Eater Beaver podcast last Friday, it's not about individual efforts. I, like, I, I'm good, right? I got my smoke, I got my beer, I got food in the fridge. I'm good. You're not going to hurt me. You haven't hurt me. <laughs> so I don't know what you're doing. But going forward, work together to get the problem solved. Because if not... It's not going to affect me or you or Neil or, or Sonia or anybody else. We'll be long dead. It's going to affect our kids, our grandkids, uh, uh, any future kids. You know what I mean? So use your brains, people, when you start to do this shit. And make sure you do your research on people before you decide to fuck with them. One of the things that's always bothered me is, is the, you know, you get the disunity of the dis- disability community, right? Like the bickering uh back and forth and in in some ways like i said you can understand it because people are desperate they're hurting right and when when people are desperate and hurting their emotions are high but it does no good to be squabbling back and forth and having these factions and 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 then like where's the unity and and i mean it like there's it doesn't accomplish anything and i mean that's that's how the government, or I should say, some of the government wants us. They want us fractured. They, yeah, see, they play against each they, other. Like they the want they want weak. us weak. They want to keep us down. They want to keep us in poverty, right? So it's like the the more fractured, the the more bickering we, we we're doing with each other. That that's that's great for for some people, right? They'll say, hey, well, that, hey, hey, that's great, but. You're 100% correct because, like, even even with the stuff that happened this week, right, there, there were a couple of times where, because uh, these people, part of my expressions, right, and if I'm offending anybody, I, I'm sorry ahead of time, that's just the way it's going to be today. Um, like, when these people are, are doing these things, they're not realizing how it affects the totality of the situation, right? So they think they're a hero for one second, but but they're really not because you didn't, you didn't hurt me. You didn't hurt me. You might have hurt me for a week or two. Right, I'm good. I'll be I'll be working in a week or two. That's just the contractual uh, obligations that I have to keep legally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but you're just making yourself look stupid. It, it, big waste of time. Big waste of time. Imagine, folks. And like I said again last Friday on that on that podcast, and I say the True North Eater Beaver podcast because I really want you guys to check it out. They're just like you guys. They're doing their thing. Uh, one person based out of Ottawa, the other one's based out of Kingston. Uh, great people. Um, but like they, they get down to the nitty gritty and, and they give it to you like this, just like you guys, right? Um, but yeah, big, big waste of time. And it, it just resets the focus of the fact, like last night, I wasn't crying about it. Last night, I got a message from one of the new deputy mayors in Toronto. So if you think you're hurting me by doing this shit, right? You're not. You're really not. You're hurting the community as a whole, right? And I just feel sorry for the people that get affected along the way 
because it's not right. It's, and it's a waste of time. Imagine if we all focused on one fucking issue, right? You get 25 of us focus, focusing on one issue. You get 25 things done. If you get 50 people focusing on one issue and you're arguing with each other, like you said, back and forth, you're yep. never going to get nothing done. With this particular person, I just want to get that, that uh, I don't know how you say it, housekeeping, whatever, out of the way. This particular person sold me a dog. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys point blank just because I know I'm going to get some calls and everything after this. This person sold me a dog. I told them I was having financial troubles. They said, oh, just give me the 150. You can take the dog today. I went and did that. Now, granted, there were a couple of times where I had to cancel on the person because I had work obligations. It was a uh, compost day that I had to do with the city councilor. And another time, I think it was an environmental day, what have you. But this person also canceled on me. And then what this person proceeded to do was involve the Toronto Police Service on a civil matter, okay, which is total bullshit from the, from the start. But then they took it a step further and contacted my work, and now I'm unemployed. So if your goal was to hurt me, no, you didn't hurt me. You hurt me for two weeks. But if your goal was to get paid back, uh, I'll remind you, you just got me fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So make it make sense or go hoop yourself. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I have no comment on that situation. Yeah. Waste Other, time. No, otherwise, I care more about transit and seniors and everybody else. Yeah, and, and and like you said, Dan, all this fighting back and forth it, it reflects bad on the whole community. Like it's it's oh, not it, it's it not just that it reflects bad on you or it reflects bad on the one person. Like pe- pe- other people are looking at at the feeds on Twitter and saying, yeah. "What is all this bullshit?" Like people are like. Are, yeah. are com- complaining it's, about a freaking dog, you know? Yeah, and it's a ripple effect, right? Because you know, it's, and it's like, why are you complaining about a freaking dog instead of like saying raise the rates or like talking about RGIs? You know, you're wasting your time talking about a freaking dog. You know, yeah. God bless your dog, by the way. I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about like, why? Why are you talking about hundred bucks or whatever it is for the dog? It's like stupid. Yeah. Okay, so for, for so like, if you go. If you go put on Google, right, you Google fucking uh, puppy chihuahuas or chihuahua puppies or whatever, right, they're going to tell you three to five hundred bucks. So, great. Your price of five hundred dollars to me was, was okay. But I told you my financial situation at that time, right? And the fact that you carry this on months and months and months later. Like, for example, we all know we've all had some problems in the past with certain individuals. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but those other individuals have left me alone, right? They came in. They tried to do what they wanted to do, and then they fucked up. This person just keeps going and going and going. So there's got to be a certain point where that first it was because the person's transgender. Then I was doing it to them because they were a senior. Then it was because they're poor. Fuck off with the fucking bullshit, okay? I'm I'm not senior, but I'm poor. I'm disabled. I was born with a disability. Sorry. I gained, uh, started my disability when I was three months old, so I was pretty much born with a disability. Yep. It caused me frontal lobe damage. It caused me walking problems, back problems. So just like you said, let's work together. Fuck all this other bullshit because it gets you nowhere. Let's work on those transit plans. Let's work on getting those homeless people, like this fucking Greenbelt shit. They better stop this shit soon, right? Because not one single person has mentioned anything about people in shelters that need housing. It's all for all oh, affordable housing for the middle class. And if you look, yeah. listen to that fucking fat fuck yesterday, you would have made yourself sick, right? Let's focus yeah. on these people, the people that need our services and issues. 
because it, it'll never end. We'll be here another 20 years from now. Like, what do I do, man? Shit. Let's fight with each other. Huh? It doesn't mm. make sense. The other thing that bugged me, too, and I, mean, I told you this, down too, is that the, the person put a comment on Cheryl's video about the dog again. And it's like, that has nothing to do... Oh, sorry, man. Like, nothing to do with, with Cheryl at all. It's like, yeah. let me just put a disparaging comment about the dog and, 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 and Dan. Like, nothing to do about Cheryl or anything. And it's like... You put up like the shit comment on on my on my YouTube, and yeah. and, and you make you make Cheryl look bad, uh, and for what? Well, yeah, and, you and know. that's why because it's all it's all about the individual narrative, right? That particular person who uh, I don't even got to mention names, I'm a fucking idiot. But that particular person is only caring about their individual. You you can go online and Google this person. Okay. You'll see her at the last last rally that you had at Queens Park arguing with other poor people groups like what the fuck are you doing and then because it's not their idea it's oh odsp poverty coalition or whoever your idea is shit my idea is the best listen to me you're a fucking jackass that's what you are mm. and and that person i'm not worried about anymore that person involved police that person involved everybody else in the community including my family and friends i had my fucking mother calling me going what, what's going on man Right? Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. not perfect. I've never claimed to be perfect. Did I owe that person money? Yes. But good luck getting it off me now. And I'll tell you all that straight to your face right now. Yeah. Good luck getting it off me now. You involved the cops. You had me fucking fired from my job. And you're just a straight up piece of shit. So whatever that person says anymore, it doesn't matter to me. I want to hear from the people coming on your shows that actually give a shit and want to affect change. Your, your mom's in yeah. chat. Your mom's in chat, oh, by the way. So, is, so, I, so I, you I, gotta watch her. You gotta watch your swearing. <laughs> that's one, that's one thing. But she does say uh, she says uh, you you think that the person would be happy that Austin is being treated well and and with love, you know. And yeah. the, and the thing is, is you were upfront about not being able to pay, right? I mean, yes. and, yeah, and, were, and, and and sorry, I even said to her, I don't want to. And I swear to God, and she says this is a lie. My mother will tell you. I'm swearing on Nanny Ma. I even said to her, I don't want to take the dog now because I don't know what I'm going to pay for it, when I'm going to be able to pay for it. No, 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 no. go ahead. Go right ahead. You know why? Because it was coming uh, up to the time where there were, I didn't get the dog with no shots. I didn't get yeah. no food. I didn't get fuck all. No chip, no paperwork, no nothing. Mm -hmm. So the fact right. you even got $150 out of me, kiss my ass. You owe me for all the food then that I've been fostering this dog. Like, what? The brains yeah. in these people, they don't work sometimes. And, 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 and wonder, people might think yeah, you kind of wonder yeah. where people were, where they were really thinking on this. I mean, they, you know, they tell you, you can have the dog for this price. And then, and then after that, oh, well, by the way, uh, you know, it's throwing nasty freaking comments. Like, yeah, I mean, and you're, you're right. I mean, dogpiling the comments underneath um, another guest who we had on. Now it reflects a bad. It has nothing to do with anything. It, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a piece of shit comment on my channel, yeah. which, yeah, which, which I own, and it, it's, a, it's a shit comment on Cheryl's video. It has nothing to yeah. do with what she said either. It's just, it's, it's, like we said, it's a bad reflection. It has nothing yeah. to do with anything, you know, and it's just... It's and, just and to make it perfectly clear, too, that sometimes we all get in trouble like this because we add people's names, hashtags, or, yeah. or you know, we'll add their name to rub it in. I didn't add this person's name to nothing. So that tells me right there that this person was stalking me. 
stalking my videos, uh, watching every fucking move that I did, right? Because I didn't put out to her, especially yeah. to her. I didn't put out to her, oh, I'm going to be on Brent's show, and, and Brent's going to have Cheryl Hardcast go make more insults or anything. I didn't put any yeah. of that out. <laughs> she took it upon herself to do that, right? Yeah. So that shows me right there that that person was stalking me, watching my videos, and planning on doing this to me anyway. And they have the nerve to, to give that shit to me when I'm the one that contacted the people that they involved to pay back that money. And she insisted, no, I'm not taking e-transfers. You know why? Because she doesn't want to get dined out to ODSP. Now, I could have been a prick and done that. But I haven't done that. I simply said, I can, I can eat. Even Karima, even Karima, and she can attest to this, she offered to be the middleman to take the e-transfer from me to get to this lady. Mm-hmm. And this lady refused it. So to her, I say, mm-hmm. after that, you know, I'm done. Sue me. Sue me. Fucking sue me. I got $400 sitting in my cupboard right now. Ha ha. Sue me. Yeah. I'm you know, if, if, if she if she hadn't have uh, if she hadn't have uh, killed killed your job, then maybe you would have had the finances to pay her a little bit more, right? <laughs> uh, well, that's the situation that it'll be now, right? So contractually, I'm not even allowed to apply. For, I've gotten three job offers: two from a city councilors and one from a liberal NPP. Okay, but I can't touch anything for I think it's two or three weeks, according to my contract. Okay, so because no. of this piece of shit that did this, you yeah. know, I'm okay. I, I got my pay, and I'm going to get my pay this Thursday. I'm okay. Uh, there's people out there, and they don't have to name drop, you know what I mean? But there's people out there that know I've helped them out. They helped me out. So I'm yeah. going to be okay. Right. But for that person to do that, like, use your fucking energy and try to get something accomplished instead yeah. of hosting a group that you've done nothing with except for disrupt the city of Toronto and block the streets and cost taxpayers money. You actually cost taxpayers money by having the police and everybody else having to come remove you off the street, lady. And you're complaining about me and a dog? Come on. Oh. Let's go on to apples and oranges or something. And, and we all know that uh, you yourself, Brent, were a victim of all this harassment too, right? From, from the same disability community. I mean, yeah. you you were basically railroaded off of your own show, off of off of Twitter Spaces, right? I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't like you left voluntarily. I mean, no. you were you were basically forced off of your own show, because I guess a couple people got jealous. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It's just like they, they just they just wanted to say, well, we don't want we don't want to have Brent get all get all the attention or something. The, I don't. All the I don't, publicity and yeah. all the. All the all the all the drama, all the great drama. You so know, so let's kick him off his own show because that's not yep. that's not good. So it it was because you guys were making fucking sense, whether people agreed with you or not. It was because yep. you were helping the community. You were talking to every aspect, whether it be disability, uh, welfare, ODSP. You were talking to everybody, yep. and you yep. were taking off of those particular people's narratives. And that's what it's all about for them is their singular narratives. It has nothing yep. to do with a group. They don't give a shit. And you know what? In fact, if that's the way these people want to act, they should go get some of these. This is like the nomination papers to run for council or to run for office. Go get some of those and run for yeah. office. You know why those people don't? Because they're fucking useless in the brain. And people might get mad at me for saying this shit, but I'm sick and tired of people using a disability excuse. Uh, uh, I'm a trans excuse. Using all these fucking excuses that all of us are trying to fight for. And they're using yeah. those excuses instead of going, hey, man, 
maybe we should just help everybody out and and bring the community as a whole together. Bring them together. Instead of my own. Yeah. 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 And bringing bringing kind of community together, you give people the resources, you give them the tools that they need, and they're all going to come together. They're all going to come to work together one way or another. They're going to put back into the economy, back into society. And then, and you know, the thing is, that really pissed me off is that you get certain governments. I'm not, you know, exactly what Neil said. I mean, there are certain, there's good ones. But there's other ones that really, really care. They get it. They really care. And there's other ones that, oh, they just. Oh, we have picked away at each disabled person. Oh, you can have housing. You can have RGI. No, you can have market rent. No, oh, you choose to have that kind of housing. I used to get that crap um, at the at their offices. Oh, well, you're gonna put yourself into a financial bad situation, Brent. You know, uh, you know, does what? What does Sonia think? Is, is she pissed off too? I go, no. Oh, why do you ask her? I said she's got a mouth. She can speak for herself. I don't speak for nobody. And so she, uh, yeah, spoke to her. She goes, yeah, that's our decision. Well, and you can't ask for help. I said, you know what? You're talking down to me. And I remember a time, Dan, I, I said to this, this worker, I said, you're talking down to me. I have, a, I have a mother. I had a mother, right? I don't need another mother, right? Mm -hmm. My mother respected me for who I am. She brought me up from, well, obviously, they obviously, there must be a difference there. I said, whoa, whoa. I said, don't you diss my mom. I said, she's watching over right now. And I said, karma will come back and get you. Mm-hmm. I wrote a former uh, complaint against that and they got a feedback and they said, did you want to take other action? I said, no. Do you want her fired? I said, no, I don't want her fired. I don't want her fired. I want her to realize that there is good advocacy. And then there's like, that was before I got into the show. There's good advocacy about seeing change for the yeah. better of helping people and listening to what their needs are versus a narrative of saying, Oh well, this is a script. We need to read from a script, because script. I said, give me some scissors. I'll cut them right up right now, because hmm. it's not working, right? And so I guess going forward, what I'm want to say to people listening to the podcast today, and and for everybody watching, there's no right or wrong way when it comes to different advocacies. Um, I, on on the good part of it, right? We need to work together. We need to work together collectively as a society. Yeah, I don't always agree with certain things that there's other uh, advocates, maybe they, they approach on different uh, ones where maybe they want CRPD, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, and you know, that's where I'm going with that one. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, at the end of the day, we we all want the same thing. We want yeah. stability, right? We want stability. I always and talk I, about we all want to push the same rock up the hill, right? Yeah. That's yeah, that, At the end of the day, it's the same rock. We're yeah. all pushing the same rock up the We're hill. And yeah. the thing is, how do we get there? We have steps, we have goals to get to those goals. And once we achieve that, that goal is like we're saying, yay, look what we've accomplished. Can mm -hmm. we do more? Yeah, we push each other up. We push each other up. That's the key word, everybody. Up, up, not down. Right? And talking about, sorry, sorry, Dan, I was just going to say, and, and talking about good advocacy and good allies, yeah. um, you know, I, I started off the show saying, I got a, got a comment saying we have no good allies, but uh I'm working on a show, and I'm hoping this will come to fruition, uh, in uh, contact with uh, Mike Maurice and um, Benita Zarillo. I'm hoping to get them both on to talk about oh. the um, e-petition. So I don't, I don't know if they'll both come on. I'm hoping so. I think, I think it'd be great to have exactly. to have them both on, so you have that, uh, you know, cross-party, non-partisan, uh, you know, talk, talking about unity. 
like unity of the disabled community, there's also unity in government sometimes, right? If something there is, there if is. something's important enough, you have you have the um, you have the Greens um, partnering up with with the NDP, and I think that's great. You know, like oh, like yeah. like we had an example of of that in BC here in in 2017. You yeah. had you had the BC Greens and the and the BC NDP. They they formed a coalition, uh, so so to speak, and it was great. You know, it was it was some of the best government. I think, I mean, that's just my my selfish opinion, but it was some of the best government that that our provinces has ever had, having those two parties come together and work together. And so when you see, um, you know, Benigni Zarillo and uh, Mike Maurice come together for their petitions, I mean, great, that's wonderful. And like I said, I'm hoping to have them both on. It'd be, it'd be a really neat thing to see. That would be really neat yeah. to have both on the same time because having uh, two MPs, uh, prominent MPs that are really been fighting a lot in, in the good way for the disabled communities uh, across Canada and collectively you know, they want to see um, they, people's lives been changed in a positive way. Uh, I know some people well, are saying well they're not working fast enough or or maybe or their leaders not you know not doing something this and that I mean everyone's positioned in a certain way of doing what they're supposed to be doing of um, making change better for, for their communities, for their constituents, right? Um, I don't fall into all the, all that other rhetoric of, well, the leaders, this and that, like they, you know, they could go into saying like the provincial leaders of, you know, what's going on in BC or, um, or, you know, the federal government, this and that. I mean, everyone has their view on it. And uh, for me, I, I, I try not to focus on all that. I, and I get it, like people listening, how can you say that, Brent? What I look at is who's representing your community, not the leader, who's representing your community? Who can you go to directly as your MLA, your MPP, your MP, your your mayor, your, your city councils? That's where you focus on all that. You build it all up there and see who's going to represent you. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, why are you not doing this? Next time you vote, take guess, you know what you need to do, right? You need to figure it out. So it's probably and, that, and that's what I wanted to say about this year. What sorry, Brent, what's been happening yeah. here locally in Ontario too, and in Toronto, is that uh, just yesterday, like you know how you hear it on Twitter and any other social media, uh, they're bashing anybody that's elected. So of course yeah. they've been bashing Olivia Chow for the past month, right? Um, yeah. But what she did yesterday, I I praise her, man. Uh, she set up uh, a councillor named uh, Jamal Myers, who is uh, in North Scarborough, as the new TTC chair. And this gentleman I, I worked with in last year's campaign, along with four other councillors, because I'm such a loser and I don't know nothing, right? And by the way, three of them out of five won. Um, but anyways, so they elected him, or they appointed him yesterday as a TTC chair. He's from Scarborough. He rides a TTC. So I know, especially with all the issues going on with Line 3, the SRT in Scarborough here that, that's been decommissioned, he's going to do a great job, great guy automatically. And also, uh, one of the four deputy mayors she appointed actually happens to be my city councillor, uh, uh, city councillor Mike Cole. Uh, so yeah, I, I pour pity like anybody that wants to fuck around with with democracy and and screw around with what we've been fighting for all these years. They're going to run into a roadblock this time, right? Yeah. Like the one thing I hear about what Doug Ford did yesterday, right? I watched the press conference that he had. I fell asleep a couple times. Had to wake up, smoke another joint, whatever, right? But 
like anything he's saying is stupid, but people are, are recognizing, hey man, 43% in the last Ontario election, 43% of the people voted. He got 17% of the vote. If that's what everybody is thinking is a fucking majority, then they, they got problems. They got to go back to school, right? The fact of the matter is, like you just said, uh, I believe it was Neil that just said it, like, or sorry, uh, Brent, it, it's yeah. your communities, your local communities, yeah. right? Because if you already got that fighting in, in that bottom level of the local community, you ain't going to get nowhere at the province that's right? Everybody talking about housing and shit. A lot of things people don't realize. Justin Trudeau and the federal liberals actually in the last couple of years gave Toronto $300 million to go towards income, like low-income housing, supportive housing yep. and everything. They gave it to the developers and everybody in Toronto will know who yep. I'm talking about. It's just going to say they give it to the developers. Yep. And, and how many apartments did they produce? I think the last count that I saw was 10. 10 apartments for $300 million? Wow. wow. That's you know, so people don't know terrible. this shit, right? It keeps going on. Yeah, what a great so, return on your investment, eh? Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's awesome, man. Awesome. And there's not even a store there anymore because we took out on this, right? So I don't know the brain capacity of the people that make the comments wow. that we do, but get involved. And like you said, it starts at the local level. You can't start there. You're going to get nowhere at the federal and provincial level, right? Nowhere. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start from the bottom and work and, and and basically tackle them and uh, and basically get them all working together. Like it's like what Neil mentioned too. It's like when we had um, when we had our um, back in two thousand seventeen, we had in BC we had the uh, NDP and the Greens. Uh, they joined uh, a competence and supply agreement, right? So they could work together. Uh, minority. I mean, I don't always agree with minority governments like fully because I mean I I think they're great in a way. But uh, do they last? They can make it last if they work together. If they work together, and it did work. Can, it did work it for did work. for quite a while. A while, but and, but and, I think I think uh, John Horgan got greedy a little bit, right? Uh, there was he got some, a bit uh, he got a bit power hungry. I think. Yeah, it was because it was the voter account that basically said, "Hey, like popularity." Well, you know what? Let's just toss. Let's just toss, uh, you know, the other uh, the other party out, right? There was a lot going on with, um, you know, of course, COVID, right? During COVID, yeah, uh, the, the people call it snap election, right? Snap it, um, yeah. Opportunity knocks because the polls were high, everything is going good. Okay, well, they're handling the pandemic really well. Um, hey, what what could go wrong? Um, and that was right around the time that we were living in Langley, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm still listening. Yeah, Mr. Horgan had given a uh, a announcement about SkyTrain getting extended out to the Fraser Valley up to Langley, and I was like, "Wow, this is great, Sonia." She saw it before I did. I mean, hey, kudos on Sonia. Hey, hey, she saw that that the premier at the time was actually in Langley. I said, "What?" I thought she was joking, and she was scrolling through. She was no, no. She was no dummy. She said, "Look, look," and I'm like, "Dummy?" She goes, "No, I'm just joking." So she says, "Look," and she shows me. I'm like. Oh my gosh, he's actually in Langley. Yeah, he's he's actually there live now. Oh, so we booted down there. Oh my gosh, I've never seen Sonia move so fast in a, in a good while. But she, we got down there um, because the thing is, she moved fast, but she just had surgery, right? So we booted down, but we got down there, and John was so happy to see us. And at the time, I and this is where a lot of the advocacy going forward. I, I was really involved with advocacy already for years but it's really taught me a lot and i must praise 
like to say thank you, John, for uh, for a few heads up on what we've learned over time on that. We had moved into a brand new condominium. Um, some people have just run by strata behind the scenes, but I didn't even know that. Like, I mean, whatever. Didn't have to deal with that stuff, right? So there are rentals. They were supposed to be owned uh, originally. Last minute, the condo, uh, the organization had said, hey, it's going to make the rentals. So they changed them immediately. And we saw it getting built. And Sonia, one time, we were walking around the block of the neighborhood, eh? and it was really quiet. And we saw this security guy, and he says, yeah, you want to live here? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Someday, bud. No, no, you want to live here? And I said, we could never afford to live here. I mean, the rents are probably really high. No, no, you. how do you know unless you apply? What? How do you know? Where do you live now? I go, two blocks, not even two blocks, like one and a half blocks down the road. Oh, you live there. Yeah, you need to get out of there. Well, yeah, we want to get out of there, but because the landlord was, it wasn't a good situation, mold, mildew. Uh, it was just nasty, nasty, nasty environment that we were in. We were doing everything to get out of there, right? Uh, manager, the owner at that point in time, played tricks with us. We had a place, a brand another place, and they they gave it to somebody else. The management company gave it underneath ours. We were already approved for it. We had it. They gave it away. So we were pretty down and out for a bit. Um, anyway, Sonia spotted this place getting built. We went and talked to them and they said, here's a business card. The security guy goes, here's a business card. Give the number a call. So I called and they're like, yeah, we'll put you on a waiting list. When do you want it for? I go, well, when would we like it for? Well, when do you want it? I go, well, there's a difference between wanting and liking, right? <laughs> so I said, okay, month and a half. Yes, right. You know, because we would have to give her a 30 days notice and I can't just give it in and then, and then I'll have a, you know, be guaranteed that move in. So, uh, okay, so uh, open house. We went to it. Manager's like, yeah, like, what do you what do you think? And uh, you have access to the third and fourth floor. They cleared everybody out, management, to who they had in there. She got greedy. The manager got greedy. She cleared everybody out. But before then, getting back to what I was saying about John Horgan, I must say thank you to him. Reach out. If, if you're watching this, John, I must say thank you because he was on a stage giving an announcement about SkyTrain. Okay, so I'll get to that. So when he had made an announcement, he spotted us. It's like spotting... A big crowd of people, for some reason, he spotted us from a distance. He saw us coming. His hmm. security were there, and he has massive security. I mean, it's like having Justin Trudeau, right? All security around him. Like, John, any premier is going to have mass security. Well, the security knew who we were already. I mean, we had met John so many times at different conventions, and it doesn't matter. There was one guy who was like, you, excuse me, do you know you know John? Like, you'll have to wait to take questions after. And John saw us, and he goes, oh, man, well, my friends are here. Hang on. And he, he pushes the security people aside. He goes, don't worry about them. And he says, I want to talk to them. And they're like, are you okay, John? Yeah, he leans over the stage. And I said, well, why are you here? I go, the SkyTrain announcement. That's right. And I go, yeah, well, I, he goes, you guys are here. I said, yeah, we moved into a new place. And so he says, careful with these corporate landlords. So that's the part I want to, I want to address is that he said, careful with the corporate landlords because they have an agenda. The agenda is to flip it over, make more money, make more money. Yeah, and I said, no, 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 John. They know, like they're they're cool, like they're a good uh, good management. Um, she's a really cool manager. Well, I must say that because he says, well, she may seem cool or he may seem cool, but they have an agenda. They may come across that way, but you'll see. Hopefully not. John, you're right. You're right. 
he said. And, that, and that's one of the things that I was going to praise you guys on too, right? Like, uh, sorry to cut you off. I, yeah, no, my good. delays are screwed. But uh, one of the things you guys have been doing lately is uh, something I talked to you about a few months ago, like RGI units across the board. And I don't remember if it was Cheryl Hardcastle or your previous guest, um, but you were talking to them about that, and they were totally agreeing with you. And that's pretty much like the way they've let things go. That's the only thing that's going to help everybody because as it stands right now, I know you were talking about it there in D.C., also here in Toronto. I think it's up to $2,400 or $2,500 for a one-bedroom apartment, right? I don't know anybody on God's free earth uh, that's on OW or ODSP that's going to afford that, right? And to take back to that other so-called advocate that's a hero baby now, um, they were pretty much saying that like housing's not the way to go. And that's just the most dumb thing I've ever heard in my life because if you don't have a roof over your head, what the hell are you going to do, right? Even like yeah. right now in the state that I'm in, right? I, as you guys know, I have an RGI unit. And even though it's only going to be two weeks or so that I'm going to be out of work, right? It could have been forever. And if that hadn't happened, I was in a position where I was playing, paying market value rent. The rest of the uh, however you want to put it, visual income that I have wouldn't cover. Oh yeah, and then that was uh, um, a um, guest I had on um, before Cheryl Hardcastle. I was uh, the Minister of Social Development and Poverty Reduction. That's the, who uh, it was. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. the Minister uh, for uh, in uh, for Nanaimo, British Columbia. She's the Minister in charge of uh, that portfolio, um, and I I had brought that to her attention and. I remember what she said. She says, that's brilliant, Brent. Uh, she says, I, I'm glad that you like to think outside the box. And I was like, yeah. And I said, but, you know, it would, it would uh, help so many disabled uh, citizens in B.C., not just in B.C., I said to her, but all the way across Canada. And I said, and, I, I said, and it doesn't even just stop there. It, it would go, it would help, I mean, anyone, anyone on low income. I mean, seniors, low income seniors already get it. And I said, all you have to do is extend it over to all PWD who live in market housing because right now they don't qualify. And so I, mm -hmm. I think it would be so beneficial because, yeah, you're right, Dan. Like um, the, the recent stats, uh, I was just reading that this morning, show that in Vancouver alone, $3,000, that's about like six bucks less than $3,000 for a one bedroom. A two bedroom's over four grand. Now they're showing that the prices are now even increasing even more. Because now we're in August, all the uh, university students are going back. So guess what, folks? The crunch time's now on. Um, there's no easy solution for the housing crisis. Um, I've got some ideas, and one idea that I came out with RG is RG RGI. All you have to do is extend it to get rid of that. And I know this one person watches my podcast every time I have it on. And I get and I get feedback because I get guests who will comment underneath, and then that one person will comment it again and contradict. Look, bud, look. I get what you're saying, and I'm not going to call you out. You know who you are, um, and I get. We talk about we talk about uh, food insecurity a lot too. So kind of a hint, and I think Dan knows where I'm going with that. Neil does, and I know for mm -hmm. sure. You know, but the fact is, RGI, right? Yes, you live in RGI. Great. Not everybody lives in RGI. I wish everybody did live in RGI. I really do. Yeah, because because his comment was, well, I I live in an RGI, and I I don't have a problem. That that yeah. was that was his comment. I I live in yeah. an RGI and I don't have a problem. So why yeah. why are you complaining? That was his comment. Yeah, yeah, I remember and, that. And it's like and it's like well, the way you phrase that question is not great, or that comment is not great. Just because you live in RGI and you don't right. have a problem, <laughs> doesn't right. doesn't dismiss everybody else that yeah. might have a problem because we're all playing market rents. 
Yeah, because then <laughs> right? here's the problem. They hear this, sir, sir, you know, you know the, the one who mentioned that. Um, you know, I, and I get it. Like, I understand. But the fact is, it's the system. Mm-hmm. The system. It's, it's, it's legislated poverty, right? It's the, and the minister who I had on my show, sir, if you listen to again of what she said, she admits it's the legislation. It's the way it's written, right? So we can change it. It can be changed. Not two years. Like I, one part I do disagree with the rod is like, well, we have to wait two years before the new system comes out because it wasn't updated since 2002, which is 21 years ago. Come on, I mean, who's been in government for six years? But I'm not doing that. Who's been in government thing like six years, 21? Like, I mean, yeah, we gotta work together. Let's go forward. Let's let's raise the rates in the meantime. Let's give everybody a derb, right? A derb. Mm-hmm. Derb is the word. Yeah, derb it. Uh, derb. As I always say, derb, derb is the word, right? Uh, one, one thing that I heard you guys say this week that I was unaware of, because you're more up to date on the federal shit than I am. Sorry, Ma, the federal stuff that I am. Is I, I think I heard Brent mention something about uh, CDB was passed or something. What, what was going on with that? Because I didn't recall hearing anything. Oh, yeah. the It was passed through Royal Assent. That's it. It's a very weak um, framework. Um, Cheryl Hardcastle talked about it on my last episode that I had with her. It's um, still gonna it's, t- it's still gonna take eighteen months. It's gonna or, or she even said it more longer, folks. So yeah. the part that when she said two years, it scared me. It's I actually had shivers and because the fact is that I know people are suffering now. Are they gonna suffer more in eighteen months? They're gonna suffer more in two years from now. It can easily be done. And yeah, like Joseph. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you're you're right, bud. You're right again, Tom. Tom uh, from Victoria, same thing. Like, they they get it, and I I noticed that some people were even chirping in from, uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way. When I say chirping in, they were t- it may be wrong wording, <laughs> but they were from the U.S. Um, some of the some of the guests I've had on before about basic income. There, it's like saying it can be done. All you have to do is tax the billionaires. Like they get it. You tax the billionaires. The money goes back in. It's just a uh, income. Um, it's not a distribution. It's a, a distribution issue. It needs to be equaled out. Is where the problem is. It's all going to billionaires. The ones who are not paying tax in Canada. Listen, you want to do business in Canada? You pay your goddamn tax. If you don't want to do business in Canada, then get out. Hmm. Right. But the problem it's is, like I said, yeah. Sorry, Brad. It goes right back that to joke? what I said before. If it's, if it's not, oh no, I got a twenty now. I found a twenty on the ground, so I can say fuck shit, damn. But like, uh, it goes back to like the individual narratives, right? Like nobody wants yeah. to work together. Uh, I, I encourage people if you got nothing to do tonight, it's Friday night, right? Some people got yeah. nothing to do. Go on the internet and check out like whoever, whatever groups and everything, or newscasts, and you'll see like, uh, oh, we're gonna produce uh, three hundred units of housing, right? Mm. If that were me in my community, I'd be going, great, awesome, thank you guys. And now we can build upon that to move forward again. But far too often, all you hear is, ah, that's not good enough. Um, that We need more. Uh, we just asked you for 20 units of housing. You gave us 30, but that's not good enough. We need more. you got to stop that shit narrative of that stuff because it just goes nowhere, man. Nobody listens. Do you think Doug Ford is listening to stupid people that complain about dogs and park their wheelchairs in the front of his lawn? He doesn't give a shit about that. Show, show some show some stability in your wording and what you want to do. 
because it's far too often any of these people too, you can go check them online and all they're doing is yelling at people and, oh, you didn't put my sign up that way so it's not good enough and blah, blah. Nah, man, who cares, man? I don't care if the people are purple, pink, man, woman, indigenous, yeah. black, uh, if, you're, if you're working, if you're not working. We're all citizens in this city. Yeah. We all have, or, or this country even. And we all have something to contribute, like you guys were saying earlier. And to keep, like you said, some of the governments want you to fight each other. You know, Mr. Ainsley, yeah, Mr. Ainsley didn't let me go because he wants to be an asshole to Dan Trace. And to that gentleman, I give him full praise and, and for what he did for me. I don't care even if that he fired because I'm not, I'm, I don't, I, I don't got sour grapes like that. I realize it's a business. I realize that if certain individuals are conducting themselves in a certain manner, there's only so many times you can put up with it. But as a country, as a people, as people that yeah. all need housing, people that yeah. all need to eat these high-priced foods, like we got to work together on this. And if you don't, just like fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what yeah, else I, to say, right? You know how many times that I've seen so many people in like in our downtown area in Victoria, the the housing, the I mean the mount where they call it housing. People call it their home because it's a tent. They're living in tents and it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger all the time. Um, these people are priced out. Uh, a lot of people have their own stories. And I've, I used to talk about this a lot on the, on the Twitter spaces way back when, right? I said, everyone has a reason why they're homeless. And, and, I'll, you know, and, I, and I'll continue that to that rhetoric because in a, in a good rhetoric, meaning everyone has a reason why they don't have a home. Just because they're in a tent doesn't mean, oh, oh, they're homeless. That's a stereotype. That was an old stereotype. Oh, they're homeless. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're bums. They're useless. They're drug addicts. You know what I mean? Like, there's, no, there's reasons why people are priced out. You know what? There's doctors, there's nurses living in tents, people in this country. People are like, oh, my God, really? I didn't know that. No, you didn't realize that because you think that, and no, no offense, Mr. Trudeau or, or Mr. Polyev or, or any of the top ones. When was the last time that you would come on and advocate and say, look, we, and admit, yeah, we got a problem. We screwed up as a country. We screwed up. Okay. Why? Because we're allowing big corporations to actually get away with not paying their, their wealth, right? Pay wealth tax. I, I dare one of you to put it in. Put a wealth tax in. Make them pay that back. Let's put a income out there. It's going to help every single citizen across. People say, oh, no, no, no. They can't afford that. Who can't afford that? The government? Taxpayers? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. The taxpayers can't afford more right now. I do. I fully 100% agree right now. So how do we fix that? Tax. How many billionaires are in this country? Hell of a lot. Hell of a lot. I can't even count that many. There's too many. How many millionaires are in this country? They blow your mind. More than what any politician around the world makes. How I'll much challenge any of them. You, you put yeah. it right out here right now in Toronto, Ontario, okay? I'm going to yeah. challenge any of them on any level. Any Toronto yeah. City Councilor or the Mayor, any MPP, or any of the MPPs locally that represent our area here. I'll take you out in the downtown Toronto. I'll take you on a tour of what they're labeling as Skid Row. Let's mm -hmm. go stay in a shelter for two nights. I dare you. Any one of you, 
contact me at djt 64 on Twitter, 624Dan on YouTube. Contact me. I'll take you all there. You know what? You wouldn't last a fucking day because none of them have experienced what we've all experienced in our lives. And that's like you said earlier, why they're, they're pretty much counting on us to infight and fight each other, right? Yep. And yep. and sometimes that happens because it happens in whatever workplaces, families, yep. even in the community. Yep. But I challenge any one of you that say, you know what, you got to, because so far too often too, whether it be issues for disability, PWDs, uh, even intergovernmental issues, right? Too yep. many people are talking, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, right? Everybody wants mm -hmm. to jump in on everything, but don't want to focus on what they should be doing. And that is what you're an expert at. That's what you're strong at. And by doing that, you can network and meet other people like we are today and that you guys are going to be in the future. And, and but like to continuously just bash everybody, even if it's Doug Ford, I don't give a shit. Because if it wasn't Doug Ford in office, it would be somebody else they're complaining about. And I'm sorry, I'm no mathematician, right? I only finished grade eight. But I know that when you got a 40% people uh, showing up in the election, you win a 17 percentage of the vote. But yet 90% yep. of the people are complaining? Come yep. on, man. Get out and vote or shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the problem. There's not enough people getting out there and vote. And they say, oh, I want to see change. Well, why, why did so-and-so get in? Because you, did you vote? No. Well, gee, what, what happened? We, we had a 29% turnout for the mayoral race here in Toronto. The biggest city, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but the biggest city in, 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 in Ontario, and if not Canada, North America, yeah. whatever, and you have a 29% turnout. So 29% of 3 point whatever million people decided yeah. who's going to be the mayor? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, so wakey, wakey people, right? But yeah. other than that, like, yeah, just get involved. And, and like, like I said, it, uh, get involved with your community. And if you don't have the numbers or the strength to actually run for office, volunteer somewhere. That's how I got started, right? Like I said, I have, and this is the last thing I'll say about it because I don't really feel like getting sued today by them. But, like, Councillor Paul Ainsley took me from nothing. Okay, everything about politics, I self-taught. I learned myself. I didn't go to university. I didn't go to nothing, man. I taught it all myself. They brought me into a situation where they could show me how the city actually works and how to conduct yourself in a proper manner, even if it's a situation which you should throw punches. Mm -hmm. Okay, so every day when you're getting called an asshole, when you're getting called a cocksucker, a pedophile, or whatever else these crazy people put into their narratives, you got to think to yourself, and I'm guilty of not thinking to myself, okay? But you got to think to yourself, look at where this is coming from. And it's not in a bashing manner, but look at where it's coming from and look at where those people are going to be in five years. They're going to be nowhere. You're going to be the same loser that was starting a group back in the day that you now fight again. And mm -hmm. that's not the way to get things accomplished. So i rather surround myself with people like my lovely mother, like you guys here. And and you know what? I have to say, and I'm not even picking on anybody in particular, but even the people that have blocked me, even the people that have stated publicly like they hate my guts or whatever, I don't give a shit. If you've got a good idea, bring it to me. I'm going to support you. Like somebody that has a basic income idea, if they mm -hmm. hadn't played their cards right, I would have supported that idea until the end because that's what we need, right? We need a basic income in RGI units. And it's that simple. Otherwise, nothing's going to get fixed. But yeah, far too often people just, eh, poor me, poor me, poor me. 
And that's just not something I am going to sit here and facilitate anymore. You're not going to live rent free in my fucking head anymore, right? So that's why I love doing these shows. There's going to be another one tonight, guys. I hope you don't mind me plugging it. But a guy named James T. Fiore, uh, he's got a show on YouTube called Blackballed. And every Friday, he does what's called Casual Fridays. Uh, he's a former candidate, actually, for, uh, for a Toronto mayor. Um, but he's a great guy and a great advocate for social issues, uh, such as like disabilities, uh, um, addictions, and mental health awareness. Uh, so yeah, Casual Friday, I believe it's on at 9 o'clock tonight on YouTube. But keep joining shows like that and shows like this one, right? I don't know where Neil went to. I think he had some early wifey time, maybe. I don't know, but... Uh, he'll, be, like, he'll, uh, he'll be back. But, you know, that it's all about, you know, advocacy, the back and forth of rather than he said, she said. And I, one thing I've learned um, over time, it's a lot of the... the uh, doesn't matter who's in power, right? If it's on uh, federal level, provincial level, uh, and, you know, the governments are always swinging back and forth. If they spend all so much of that energy working together rather than letting the public, I mean, seeing, seeing what's going on, because like Neil's right, you're right. I mean, and there's a lot of people that are right. It's like, there's a lot that goes on behind and they, they can work together. Oh, absolutely. It's what the public, they put a perception out there to get people angry and angry. Oh, no. Yeah. You, you want to vote for them, you know, instead. Really? Well, what can I vote for you? What are you going to do? You know, it's, it's easy for them to, to say, oh, um, like Pierre Palev. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, is, is he right or wrong or Justin Trudeau or, or Jake Mead. You know what I mean? Like any of them back and forth. And then someone will say, well, he, he should have done this and he should have done that. Well, how about, how about come with ideas of how are we going to work together and get things done properly? Who's going who's gonna to make things better? Um, cause I, you know, they always say, oh, nice words, no words, like, words are action. Words are well, great. Uh, uh, Austin just told me that Pierre Polyev sucks, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's somebody that I would never vote for. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. but like, it, it's like you said, tie everybody together, work together. Right. Like, uh, yeah. you do, it's, it's pointless and you're just yelling at air. Right. I don't like to yell at air. Right? No. Uh, this week has made me realize that uh, really quickly who I can trust and who I who who I can't, and uh, the people that I can't are going to get a rude awakening, uh, and and I mean that in the nicest possible way because the people I speak of aren't people that just say one comment off the cuff. These are people that I actually know, people that I've been involved with, people that have been involved with the city for the past twenty years, but for some reason the city just keeps wanting keep these people around to again it goes back to the same thing fill the narrative right and he doesn't like when i talk with my hands but like yeah that's 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 the way it's got to go right and, yeah and, well, because here, here's another though dan is that um when people don't have the resources as a disabled person in canada when the policy makers make these silly these silly decisions, what reasons why not to help people. I, I don't know why they wouldn't want to help people because it improves their lives, improves the, the, their quality of life. It puts less strain on the healthcare system. Well, yeah, yeah, you give them the resources, it's gonna better their health. Uh, maybe, hey, they can, they can do stuff in the community. God forbid that they do stuff in the community. I mean, no, no, no. We need to keep the disabled people tucked away. Yeah, just keep them out of, you know, out of society. Should we? No, 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 no. We need to actually include them in society, right? Yeah. Because well, once upon a time, with, they used to... with, 
Yeah, Without ahead. outing anybody, I just got a message stating, uh, cut down your swearing, blah, blah, blah. Listen, Ma, <laughs> there's some <laughs> people that deserve, they, they need the swearing, okay? This is me, right? The reality yeah. is, for everybody out there, this is me. Yeah. People yeah, know me like yeah. this, and I'm saying this to everybody, right? Not just yeah. my mother, obviously, but I'm yeah. saying it to everybody. This is me. I don't need to be disrespectful when I swear, and you will never catch me, like, saying, oh, Brent, you're a fucking ass. Like, I don't swear yeah. at people. No the swearing comes out because of where I've been and what I've done. Everybody yep. thinks I'm a freak, but you got to remember yep. this freak was homeless 19 years. Okay. And in the yep. earlier part of my life, I was part of the system for 15 years. So yep. I don't pussyfoot around. I don't hold nothing back. And, yep. and obviously if I was given a speech in, a, in front of a front of, uh, I don't know, a bunch of 90 year old women or something, I'm not going to be screaming those words out there. Right. But these words got to be say, uh, said on one-time occasion, so to speak, just to get the point across, right? It's not about me. It's not about yeah. Brent. It's not about this guy. Well, it was this week, but it's not about this guy here. It's, yeah. it's not about any of that. It's about the whole community in totality. Because yeah. one little chain falls off that lake. He's going to eat my phone. Watch. One little yeah. chain falls off that lake, and it's over. It's over. Yeah. One thing I've learned in, in life is never never change on who you are. People are gonna like and respect you for who you are. And I've learned that I always remember that from a from college from an instructor who said, You are who you are, Brent. You don't change who you are. People are either gonna like you for who you are, they're gonna respect you for who you are. And if they don't, then they need to move on, right? And I, it always stuck in 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 my head on that. And one thing too, I, I've learned about being really more um just being outspoken. Um, I learned that really fast on how the system, uh, how it works with a with a political party. Uh, as as a lot of you know, like I, I've said this before on podcasts, but I'll, I'll say it again, um, just for anybody tuning in now. Um, and I won't say which party it is. I mean, I can if somebody asks. Well, yeah, what what party was it? Yeah, which what I'm party sure. was it, Brent? Yeah, well, it was for the NDP actually. Yeah, it was for the NDP provincial, for right? You, so, so uh, I was I was elected. Okay, I was elected under two different positions um, when I uh, when the party got uh, when I was in the community and uh, where I was. And so I was elected as an event chair. The uh, you know the community uh, elected me. Um, they all did votes, and I didn't know you know back then I didn't know how all this worked. Dan, I didn't know everybody. I didn't know how all this part of my language, all this shit worked, you know, and nothing against the party. No, but like, I was like, okay, like, what do I do? They're like, just stand there and just put your hand up saying, yeah, I accept, I accept that. Okay. Uh, nobody else, nobody else ran for it. Nobody else ran for the, the position. I'm like, oh, what? They're like, it's yours. I'm like, fine. Yeah. So you can now actually uh, make a, a co-chair if you want. Well, I just said, hey, Sonia, would you like to be a co-chair? So they, they brought her on as my co-chair. The reason why is so that if I was absent, she now could now fill in for me. Or if I couldn't read, again, small print, really small print. Well, now she could now read it for me or fill in. I then had to learn crash, crash and learn. I had to learn, now you need to have a committee. Well, a committee, my own committee. So I had to form my own committee underneath me. How do I do that? Okay, people think, what? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, how do I do this stuff? Like, nobody taught me. I had to learn really fast, very, very fast. We had a president there. I got to learn. And I went up and I was like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, how do I just, 
ask questions. And so he filled me in really quickly. He really filled me in. And I was having an issue going on with a little bit of conflict under our executive at the time. As you know, you can imagine a little bit of cat and fighting game, you know, hissing back and forth. I said, like, yeah, like I'm having trouble trying to get somebody, one of my committee people to do part of uh, for an event that I was organizing. They didn't want to, they didn't want to do it. They didn't feel comfortable. And he goes, well, if they didn't want to, they shouldn't approach you, right? And he goes, figure it out. And this is the thing. Figure it out, Brent. Figure it out. You're the guy. You're the guy in charge. You figure it out. You're the boss. You're the boss in charge of these people. You are the chair. You are in charge. So I figured out very quickly. And I got some good advice from some of my other executive under there who helped me. And I cherish the memories on that. And the memories doesn't mean that the memories end there. I learned from building myself up and who knows where that's going to take me in the future with this show also like progressing. Okay. Cause it's going to progress. So yes, like there's, there's things that with uh, Neil and I, and, and uh, you know, it's uh, probably going to probably include you too, Dan, um, you know, going down the road um, and many others. However, I was then, I did my, my time with that, uh, with that uh, pathway on that events chair. And that was fun. I still remember a mayor um, at the time, and I, it, was a, it was all about raising funds for the constituency. That's what it was, right? It was all about raising funds. If you don't raise the funds, guess what happens, folks? There's big problems, right? So the mayor at the time, you see, he says... You see, all, you see all these complaints that are going yeah. on right now, Bobby. all these people yelling and bitching and whining. Yeah. And I'll tell you point blank, and I don't even care if the councillor listens to this or not. Yeah. My mother will understand, he'll understand, and so will everybody else. The reason why I was held, and you're going to think I'm bragging, and I might be a bit, but it's not to rub it in anybody else's faces. It's just fact. The reason mm -hmm. why I was kept around, and people don't understand, like, I'm not just some crazy guy fucking talking this shit online, right? Like, this is my second go around with Councillor Ainsley, for example. I did two elections with that person. That person won by landslide victories, both elections. And take three guesses who was the right-hand man at the door with him. There is nobody in the city of Toronto, and I'm telling you this right now, this is bragging me coming out. There's nobody in the city of Toronto that can touch my skills at the door. Nobody. I can, I can get Austin elected, okay? There's, there's nobody that can touch that. But yeah. after that aspect of yourself, what it boils down to is, do you know how to answer the questions? Yep. You, if people have inquiries, do you know how to? Somebody like you, I know you know how to. But these fucking clowns online that thinking that they're the be all the end all, that's oh, yeah. where they run into a little problem, right? I could talk to anybody about anything, probably pretty much except for property taxes, because I'm a renter, right? So but I would brush up on that, right? Yeah, and anybody yeah. that knows anything about politics, you hire staff in your office to help promote you, not not to tell you what to do. Like who do you think was guiding that person for on and off for the past five years on housing issues? on transit issues and even motion issues because guess what i got 30 and a half years experience at toronto city council okay yep. so who who's going to tell me that i don't know about homelessness and this that and the other right it yep. all boils back down to working together because oh, yeah. singular dan or singular uh brent or singular paul Ainsley or singular olivia chow none of that shit's going to matter right if you don't have the proper team there to support you and if you don't have that support, again, we're going to be, maybe not us, but our grandkids and everything, we'll be having this conversation 30 years from now. 
Well, yeah, and that's and that's the thing is is having that support of people recognizing that that you have a lot to give. I, I learned that for myself, and um, I was like so excited because I was like, wow, like this is something new. Like, and then and uh, they're like, mayor, <laughs> I remember this, Dad. The mayor's like, friend, people know who I am. They don't need to do a fundraiser. Anyway, I wanted to do a burger and beer night, five bucks, and I knew I knew the pub that was actually uh, willing to bring in the, I mean, do this and massive revenue for him. But it wasn't about the revenue part. He wanted to do it because he recognized it was an awesome thing to do for the community. He still made a profit because what I did was I had came with this idea and I said to Sonia, what do you, what do you think of this idea? And she was, I mean, the co-chair, I mean, and I talked to my executives, some of them like, some of them said, yeah, that's great. Other ones are like, uh, no, it's, yeah, you know, the mayor, he doesn't need that. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, and uh, the what was the MLA at the time? Not mayor. Well, well, I mean, mayor. He's the mayor now, but I mean, yeah, she just corrected me. Yeah, he's the mayor now, but he was the MLA. Um, that's a long story. There'll be another uh, show on that one. <laughs> he basically, he jumped ship. He's now the mayor. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, I actually came to a point of understanding with some of my other um, my other committee of Brent, this is going to work. It will work. Trust me. They're going to go with your idea. And I'm glad they did because they voted on it all in favor. Yes, they all passed it. And you know what? It was beyond the amount of people that I expected to show up. They were beyond that. People were lined up out the door. We had a big, big room for it. And they, the people, everybody couldn't get in. They, people would come and go. They had, the guy did such massive sales. The more sales that he had done in a year and a half, whole year and a half for his own business. He went out of business now because of after, uh, just before the pandemic, things were slowing down before then. But um, anyway, long story short is um, I, I cherish those memories of that. Uh, I then got reelected re again because I applied for, I applied and people are like, no, I applied for a communications position. It came available. Brent communications, really? Yeah. Um, as a communications person who would be in charge of all administration and communication for the party. And I, and I got elected, I think, and no, there's no way. And who did I ask about this one position? And the person's going to be watching this podcast and I'll give everybody a hint. The person that will be watching this podcast was my guest who I had on before Cheryl Hardcastle. So anyone keeping count on when was this? Well, you got to subscribe to Neil's, Neil Matheson's YouTube channel to keep up with the shows to find out what Brent talked about. Yes, I'll give everybody uh, a heads up here. Yes, it was the former the former MP at the time. She's now the MLA for her Ministry of Social Development Poverty Reduction for Nanaimo. And yes, I was elected in Nanaimo. I went to Sheila. And yes, Sheila, you know, I'm just going to call you on a personal name right now. I mean, when you're on the show, I'll call you by your, your title. Uh, Honorable. Uh, Honorable Sheila Malcolmson, right? But Sheila, um, I want to thank you for um, listening to me at the time because I said, well, I don't know if I can do this. I remember saying that to you. I don't know if I can do this. And you said, Brent, if you know yourself, you can do this. And you know yourself. You know that to stand. And I said, stand? I am standing. Yes, it's called standing. And you're standing. You're standing basically for to be elected. 
right? Um, and um, I was nom nominated in, uh, and um, yeah, like it was almost like, well, I was like an MLA or something. Like I was like, and it just gave me, it's just not really like entitlement, but of saying like recognition of saying, yeah, we recognize you for who you are, Brent. And the president said to me, I recognize you for who you are. You've got um, a long pathway ahead of doing things for people. And um, I sadly, I had to move. Uh, my accommodation at the time, just it wasn't a good situation. And so I, uh, I resigned. I resigned from my position. Did it mean that that was the end of my chapter on that situation? Because who no, knows? It's never the end. Keep going, man. No, it never ends. It never ends. I mean, you may person may resign from something. You're it doesn't still running. Mean that, you're still writing pages of your book. <laughs> um, you know, it's looking forward. Yeah. I was gonna say, if anybody missed me, it was because. Um, oh, we missed you, Neil. You know, this, this is this is live. This is live TV or a live podcast, and yeah. I I suddenly wasn't feeling well. I think it's because. Oh. It's kind of hot in here, so I kind of got a bit of a hot flash, so I stepped away. Well, and um, I don't know if I'm going to still feel well, so I don't know if it's okay to end the podcast a little bit. I know we were going to go a bit go a bit longer, but... Um, oh, just in case, yeah. 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 No, no, it's, it's your health, man. So uh, let me just end by saying, like, uh, thank you guys for today, right? And and like we always say, encourage everybody to stick together. Uh, I know I issued a challenge to any of the uh, elected officials to go downtown with me, and that stands open, man. I'll take you guys any time. Um, but I'd issue another challenge. Anybody that even, like, has, has blocked me or hates my guts or anything... You know what? If homelessness or transit is an issue for you and you want to work on it, why don't we do a double show? Why don't you come on the show? Contact Brent and Neil. I'll gladly do a show with you. And even if we butt heads or anything, we can keep it civil for that show and show everybody that we can work together and actually achieve something, right? Otherwise, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, applesauce. You know, uh, exactly. Uh, you know, and it's, it's all like communicating. It's all about understanding of Sometimes there's misunderstandings uh, of different things uh, on um, different topics, and it's working and learning from each other on miscommunication of understanding. Okay, well that's what you meant, or or no, I'm sorry, I don't believe in that. Okay, why don't you? Or and then it's like working with that, working with each other, working together, and communicating and getting things done. And that starts on a personal level. It starts on a political level. That's that's all change society. That's all make Canada a, a better place in so many ways. Like. And then, you know, Absolutely. politicians have people bickering back and forth and fighting about derb and, oh, no, like petitions are not going to pass. Really? Let's give it a shot. Let's see. Let's see what Mike Maurice and what Bernita wanted to put out there. I, I really encourage people to sign the petitions. Let's get this going. Let's make it in, even if they doesn't pass. OK. And I you know I don't want to say to people, yeah, for sure it's going to pass. If it doesn't, if they don't put it out there, I mean, I'm hoping it does. But if it doesn't i mean can we say we tried we tried this is the whole point of your entire show for the last two yeah. years brent is yeah. the idea that we're just putting stuff out there like like yeah. all these people have been criticizing you or criticizing me or whatever or or bashing yeah. some of the guests we're, we're having on whatever but it, the whole point of the 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 genesis of your show was just to put out put ideas out there 
and we don't we don't we don't all have to agree on everything but it's just about getting getting this stuff out there talking talking about it right i mean it's like it's like you talk about uh cr crpd all the all the time actually but but there's yeah. there's uh, you know a few people out there saying well you're not talking about it enough or whatever it is right yeah well then you know and, and I, I invite them to come on the show and we'll yeah. talk about and, and, it and yeah and and yeah. and I actually even I actually did uh, put an invite and didn't hear anything but you know the idea that the whole show has always been based on just getting the ideas out there talking about them and if we don't agree on everything that's fine it's the idea yeah. of giving things a platform and talking about it right that's it. Oh, totally, totally. And, and and it's all about lived experience. And people want to talk about maybe ideas that say we haven't talked about. I, I, I love to learn from other people of what you want to talk about. Be a guest. Come on the show as a PWD or an or as an ally and learn from each other. Let's let's learn and let's talk lots and let's hold the, the uh, politicians who make these policies, uh, you know, like, let's hold them accountable, right? Because that's what they're elected to do. If they if they can't do their job, then they need to go. That's why I encourage you all to uh, look out in the coming months. I think the next city council meeting is October 11th, uh, unless they call an emergency one, but I don't see them calling an emergency uh, because there's no uh, big official business going on in that ward. Uh, so they won't, it won't happen to the 11th. So I'm going to guess the election is going to be sometime in November or December, but keep an eye on Ward 20. And I'm telling you all right now, uh, any, any, any people that think they're just going to waltz in and claim a city council spot, these have been in my closet for two months, man. I'm ready to go. So let, let's just do this. It's now official. There's going to be a by-election. And as it comes to the show, like I said, like you said, I encourage everybody to come on, share your stories. Live experience is most important. And again, anybody, even if you hate my guts, I don't give a crap. Get a hold of Brent or Neil. Let's do a show together on, I don't know, universal basic income and housing. How about that? Let's do it. I even volunteer for that show. Or, or we can talk about your dog. You know, you know. Well, we can, but right now he's chewing my cigarette pack over there. So uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, and as for the dog, like I said, I was more than happy to take care of things. But you know, that, that person fucked that up. So that's their problem. I'm not worried about it. I'm worried about my community. I'm worried about my family. One second. Well, I don't I know if you can also hear me. But get your dog again. <laughs> but yeah, worried about the community. Worried about my family. And, uh, you know, going forward, I'm not going to be focusing on these people anymore. Like I said before, on the True North Eager Beaver podcast, which premieres uh, every weekday on YouTube at 7 a.m. Eastern. Um, I'm not worried about these people anymore. I'll focus uh, on what's going on. I'll work with anybody, but I'm not going to be taking the insults and the bullshit anymore. Uh, and I also, like I said, thank the city of Toronto and uh, the people and the colleagues that I met over the five years that I worked there. And I'm not going away. So, you know, let's do this or, you know, go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to, I want to, uh, I got to go you, lie down too. So, yeah, I want to have you come back <laughs> on. Uh, definitely, uh, I'll get to Neil. Uh, you, you guys can uh, figure it out of when, but uh, we'll get you on maybe, maybe even next week, sometime like maybe Friday. Yeah, whenever, whenever you guys want. Friday uh, would be know, good. I'll, I'll be making my yeah, own but, schedule. So, then, yeah, I'll make time anytime you guys want, man. You okay. guys and a ton, like two of the other groups are people that I, I hold near and dear to me and stop blowing smoke up your ass. Uh, it's just because you're real, right? And like I said, even if some of us don't get along sometimes, uh, we know in the end that the end goal of what we want is all the same. So, 
Exactly. Um, so I, I want to um, I want to thank you, uh, Dan, uh, for for coming on. Um, I'll give my uh, my ending statement uh, also. Um, I guess I'm going to have you come on um, possibly next Friday. We'll, uh, we'll get we'll work out that sometime on Friday. I got some free time on my hands, buddy. So okay. Sure. okay, good. Yeah, next Friday we'll we'll, we'll do we'll do next Friday. I'll get uh, Neil to reach out to you on that. Uh, so. Um, First of all, I want to thank thank you for coming on, Dan. Uh, this has been a totally awesome show. Um, learning lots, hearing what's going on, uh, and a message out to all the listeners uh, and all the viewers watching right now live, uh, live TV. Um, right now, we're going to keep uh, as a disability community across Canada uh, collectively uh, a lot of great ideas, a lot of great thoughts. Um, everyone has their inputs on what they want to see done um, on DERB. Um, the Canada Disability Benefit, um, I've learned a lot in the last little bit of what's, where it is, where it's going. Um, it's a framework uh, just to kind of fill people in very, of a very overall brief thing here. It's a framework very, there's very, it's, it's a shell. It, there's nothing to it. Is The metaphor I used to always give is about the pot of spaghetti, right? Boil the water, that's all you asked me to do. No, I throw the noodles in, finally, I throw the noodles in. What else? I don't know. I made the spaghetti. Okay, well... And you got plenty of seasoning in or what do you got yeah it's just there so here we go that's kind of where where it's at right now with the cdb okay so do you now serve serve right huh that was done so quickly so here's a message out to uh, christopher freeland justin trudeau jagmeet singh pierre pelev uh, the block block the block party okay whoever else who has the opportunity right now right now to have that influence of getting an emergency fund out to help Canadians with disabilities. Listen to Benita and Mike okay. with the e Please listen to Benita and Mike. They have two petitions out there. And even if they didn't, please listen to them. Mm -hmm. They're saying people's lives are at stake. People are choosing made because they can't afford to live financially. There's a problem there, okay? Financial live. Less strain on the healthcare system. You give people the money, they're gonna put it back into help themselves to better their health. Less strain on the healthcare system. Oh, but we give money to the provinces. Stop, 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 okay? Put the money in people's hands. They will make their lives better for themselves. They will make choices for themselves to buy healthy food. If they don't have healthy food, what happens? They actually, their health diminishes. Maybe they were born with a disability. Maybe they developed a disability in life. They're, they will get other disabilities in life as, as they age, as they get older. We all do. Does life stop at 65 years old for the Canada Disability Benefit? No, it doesn't. It continues on. We need to respect our elders, our seniors, uh, indigenous people. People with low income, it doesn't matter who the citizen is. Oh, well, they're disabled. Anyone can become disabled. So anyone listening to this right now, they're probably green going, oh my God, Brent, yeah, like, yeah, it's me or my, my cousin, my, my mother, my father, uh, my caregiver, my doctor. Yeah, 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 your doctor, your doctor can become disabled. Oh, a nurse that uh, used to be my nurse. How, why I know that? Because I had, I had a nurse who was my at my doctor's office once upon a time and she was in a car accident and guess what she became disabled 
it can happen to anybody at any time. So what I'm saying in this message is please help the Canadians with disabilities. There's no more excuses. No more excuses. Christopher Freeland, I know you have the first string. You can make it happen. Okay? Please. Like, and I'm not saying, like, you know, this is, you're doing this, no else. Like, like please, like, listen to the uh, people at the committee stage who have given testimonials of lived experience. Come on to the show. Like, and, you know, I'll make it very, like, I, as anyone, anyone would know, listening to my shows, I make it a very comfortable atmosphere. We can make it very closed uh, session. We can make it non, uh, non-live. If that's what you want, we can make it a pre-recorded session. And any, any politician. That's what we did, who, what we did for Sheila Malcolmson. And it worked yeah, out good. we can do that for any politician. Jagmeet, if you would love to come on. Uh, Pierre Palev, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, the block. I don't, doesn't matter who it is. If you want to come on and on a one-to-one with me and then Neil's right there, we can have a, a conversation uh, collectively and saying like, why? Like, who's telling you not to? And that's the question I want to know. Like, yeah. who's telling you not to do this? You know, and, one, of, one of the big questions that I, w- I, I would love to ask yeah. any politician that's in charge of the purse strings is, the, yeah. surely they must do like the, the cost risk analysis thing of like what's the cost of us not doing this like there's in in other words there's always a cost to poverty right i mean that's been studied to death there's a huge huge cost to poverty so i don't know why more um politicians especially those that are in charge of the budget why they why they don't put more attention on what's the cost of not doing this What's the cost of keeping people in poverty? Because it's huge. I mean, it is huge. I, yes. I just like I, I think I told you like uh, I don't know a couple weeks ago I I came across something and I should have bookmarked it, but I didn't. So I don't know if it was a legit thing or not, but I think it came from a legit newspaper. But um, somebody threw out a number. It was uh, said that forty five percent of our healthcare costs are 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 due to uh drugs alcohol or domestic abuse or you know something like like things things that are are related to poverty or you know it's related yeah it's it's yeah uh, yeah. like drugs alcohol or, or domestic abuse makes up like 45 percent of of all like and i I don't know if that's somebody's made up a number but it almost makes i mean it almost makes like it would make sense there is a step there that actually is that there is the um oh what is it the um poverty uh there's a group out there it's a um Poverty Net. Uh, I'll have to uh, I'll have to let you know. I think on that I one. think it's Povnet or something like that. I think it's, it's Povnet. Yeah. Povnet. They, yeah. yeah. But there is a there was a, um, Sonia. Do you remember um, that person that was in charge of that one organization? We went to that one time. Mm-hmm. It was a, that one who was a speaker in the Nino. Remember that guy? We went there. Oh, the policy note. Policy note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, um, Seth Klein. Seth Klein. He was in charge for the policy note. He's now in charge of, uh, when I say in charge, his position now is uh, environmental. Now, he really focused in on a lot about, uh, about uh, legislative poverty. 
mm-hmm. and really held the government account. So I guess the, the kind of the carry on of what we're saying now is legislative poverty. It is policy. It is government policy. And hearing the ministry even admit that, yeah, that it needs to change. So admitting that that it's it needs to change, it's but who's in charge of it though? Policy. Legislative policy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it, and it costs money. It costs the healthcare. It, it costs a shitload of money to keep to people keep to keep people in poverty. So if it, it if it if it costs a shitload of money to keep people in poverty, you why don't you why don't you try so. something different and give yeah. people a shitload of money to keep get people out of poverty? <laughs> you know, like yeah. why, why not do that instead? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can tell you why, kidding. but that's a show for another day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we'll we'll be talking on that another day for sure, because that'd be a great uh, show to talk about that. Will we, we'll be, I'll be having to get the jar out there, especially with those like, oh my God. I'll be like, well, Dan I, and I, I'm we just throwing, behave, throwing... Uh, I, I said it to them last Friday, my closing, how you guys do closing statements, they do similar, similar thing, and then I'll let you guys know. Um, but they said to me, hey, Dan, any closing words? I go, no, I, I can't talk to stupid. I can't talk to stupid. I'm getting tired of every day saying something different, somebody different, and nobody's yeah. understanding it. It's got to be a collective effort or no effort at all, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, with, with things that have, you know, that come up in life, there's unexpected expenses that come up and having adequate income. Uh, and you know, is is it going to be basic income for everybody? Absolutely, absolutely, right? That's what's needed to be done. RGI for everybody, basic income for everybody. Uh, do I believe think that everything is going to be going robotics? That's the way it's going, folks. I, I know we don't want to hear it, um, but that's how it's going, right? Skynet, Skynet, yeah, Sky, Skynet well, is a reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. because big corporations uh, they want to keep their profits going. Right, they want to keep the profits going. I mean, the profit margins. Um, I mean, Jagme talks about this a lot. I mean, holding big corporations to account—they're making multi-billion dollars in profits. Wow! Yeah, but what are they giving back to the consumers? Higher prices—that's what they're giving back. And so something's going to have to give. They say, "Well, government, local governments. Oh, shop local, support your local community, your small businesses. How do we do that?" If you're going to give only 125 bucks increase to your shelter, oh, but you don't get that if your if your shelter didn't go up by a couple of dollars. Right? Well, I mean, in market rent, I mean, I don't know, everyone's shelter went up, but if you don't have a fixed address, you don't get that money. I do. I believe it should have went to support. Absolutely. I know one person would disagree with me on that. No, 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 no. Don't put it to support. No, no. It all went to shelter. That's why I mean RGI. That's RGI, and that's increased support. Let's give everybody a floor here, um, where it's that amount. And now, if you have a disability, now this it's up here. Okay, so now they've got that. Oh, so one person's going to get better than the other one. Depends on where you live in the country. Uh, cost of living in each jurisdiction is going to be different. Okay, you may you may benefit one area, uh, but everyone's going to have enough to live on. How does it get paid for? Well. Ask Joseph. I'd love to have Joseph on uh, one day. We'll have to get him he'll, on. He'll talk. come on soon. He's got. He's actually working on a very elaborate uh, oh. flowchart thing. Oh, you, you, oh good, it's, good. It's pretty wild. So yeah, and then we'll have Tom, uh, basic income Tom, on again too. Um, mm-hmm. I love hearing their different perspectives. 
Uh, and it, that kind of goes with anybody watching this now. You want to come on and talk about basic income? Uh, of course, I, I know that probably one person, oh, I'd love to come on, but... <laughs> I'll do that show. No, I'll do that show. I'll be the bigger yeah. man. No, I, in fact, okay. let's put that yeah. invite out there. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll do that show. Yeah. Let's talk about that stuff. Let's but do speaking it. about ending up on the floor, if we don't end the show now, like poor Neil's gonna end up on the yeah, floor. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, poor Neil will be like, oh, oh, hang on. Yeah. Be, just be this from me, so. from me, thank you guys, and thank everybody yeah. for listening. I encourage you all to just keep on going, man. Keep on doing what you gotta do. And yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> wow, yeah. that would be an amazing show to do. Let's, 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 yeah, yeah. let's do that, man. Okay. All right. That sounds good. All right. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Thanks, Dan. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys. Anytime, and anybody can reach out anytime at djt 64 or feel free to subscribe at 624Dan on YouTube, not for clicks or likes. My 15 minutes is come and gone. I'm doing it for educational purposes, and that's it. Awesome. Okay. Take care, everyone. Hey, thanks, thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. Uh, like, subscribe, and click all the above. Like and us, please. Yeah. Thank you. Right? <laughs> Neil sends YouTube there, right? Yeah. Right, right now. Oh. Yeah, right now and we'll just follow follow along here all the shows breaking with brent my new travel segment every so often there will give me a new segment in there uh who knows where i'll be next <laughs> and coffee time there's coffee time too and yeah. of course all my lovely guests will come on the show you want to be a guest please uh direct message neil or myself onto twitter if you're on twitter um you need to be following us in order to direct message us so and and there, there is, uh, I'll plug, I'll plug my website again because there is a media tab on yep. my website, www.daddybentlegs.com. If you go to my media tab on my website, there's a spot that says, "Do you want to be a guest?" And if you don't, if even if you don't want to be a guest, you can submit a show idea, and you you can just, you don't even have to put a legitimate. Uh, email address in it. it can just be a fake a address it doesn't matter just submit any kind of idea you have or if you want to be a guest submit it and it goes directly to my email and we'll do it um, instead of who wants to be a millionaire who wants to be the guest that's right you know it yeah and you know all seriousness uh yeah just uh spit your your questions in or if you want to be a guest um you know if you send me the direct message on twitter i'll just forward it on to neil uh, because Neil is the editor producer, he sends you out the link. He will communicate with you and arrange what you're going to be talking about on the show, and then he lets me know who's going to be on the show. Uh, there's going to be added feature coming up uh, either end of this month or next month. Um, it's going to be coming very soon. I've been hinting all along uh, about this added <laughs> feature. So it's going to be exciting. I don't believe you now, Brent. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I th I think you're just pulling my leg. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll get and I'll get Dan to handle. I'll get Dan to handle the the calls and he there can you do go. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Your poor phone company will cancel out on you, buddy. Oh, <laughs> There'll be so many f words coming out the side. No, just yeah. But anyway, we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely talk and uh, looking forward to having you on uh, next week there, Dan. Yeah, I look forward to seeing the rest of your guests too, because everybody has something to contribute, right? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, and I uh, look forward to uh, having the next guest on very soon. If you want to be the guest, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs>